Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For those that just turned on their television and say, what's he ranting about now? I went to the local high school league and said I want to give a free pizza to the MVP of every game all year long. And the league said, no, we can't because that's not fair to the other sports in our program. I'm like, I don't care about the other sports. Come on, man. The football players, they're the ones that get all the chicks. They're the cool guys. That's who I want. I don't want to sponsor the swim team. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2. Welcome to Hour 2. Isn't it interesting? It's episode number 1131 of your favorite daytime sports talk show, Canada's Pardon the Interruption. How about that? The view for sports fans, whatever you want to call it. I'm here in South Florida. The Moose is in Toronto. And away we go. We're at it. And uh, I've got three sober carpenter cans over my shoulder, Darren. One of them... (laughs) One of them is not empty. One of them is full. You want to take a guess? I was going to say, does one one have the Willy Wonka golden ticket in it? (laughs) This is our own shell game. Which one do you think? Pick one. This is like the Tim Hortons coffee cups in the hockey rinks in Canada. We do the, you know, move them around. Which one do you think it is? I feel like the, the dark full green one, one is the, the pink one. I'm going to eliminate the one on your, on your right. I'm going to say the dark green one is the full one. Oh, how about that? He's got it, everybody. Yes. Uh, you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Moose. I got a skill. And I get I to celebrate with, a, pay me with that, a sober but... carpenter. <laughs> did you buy? How did? How, yeah. I don't know how you knew. You're very perceptive, you. Anyways, we are rocking and rolling into hour two of this program on Game Plus Television. And just for those that don't know, it's non-alcoholic craft beer, so don't get your knickers in a knot. He's not drinking on live television here today. Uh, Curtis writes in and says, where can I get those, Rod? Well, where are you, Curtis? That would start 
Ask for it by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store would be a good place to start. Go to SoberCarpenter.com. They have a vendor list on there. Or as I say, type in your city name and Sober Carpenter, and it'll pop up where you can buy at a vendor. That's what happened for me here in Boca. Um, hey, so we'll finish. We'll start hour one where I ended. Sorry, we'll start hour two where I ended hour one. Um, where's the dude? Sea Lightning. Right, that's the name. Sea Lightning writes in on YouTube. It says, viewer ratings would plummet with a Canadian team in the World Series. I don't know, man. I don't want to talk about that. But how do you, do you have, are you offended at all that Andre the Hawk Dawson would say he wants his Hall of Fame cap on his plaque changed from Expos to Cubs? Does that bother you at all? Um, no, because I'm not a dyed-in-the-wool Montreal Expos fan. But if I was, I may be a little miffed. Like, why don't you want my team on there? Why don't you want the Expos on there? You know, um, <laughs> if you have a significant career with both and a significant attachment to both, I'd like to see a way that both can be recognized and not just one. Obviously, there's some players in the Hall of Fame, though, where do you draw the line? Because guys play four or five teams and have an attachment to all of them, and they don't want to slight any fan base. So it's a tough argument. But yeah, I would be a little offended if I was an Expos fan. I appreciate the fact that the way you look at things, it's the way you're wired, is it's not either or, it's both. But you also know that in life, it's not always that. Sometimes, Darren, you're going to have to pick one. That's right. You know that, right? And in the you case of Gary Carter, it. well, no, you don't necessarily have to stick with it, but I've been divorced twice. You got to pick one. You don't have to stick forever, but you got to pick one. The Mets, you know, that's where Gary Carter won a World Series in 1986. The reason I bring this up is it's not your fault you were born in 87. It's not your fault. Yeah. You know, um, but I grew up as the child on the farm that had three televisions and two were English, one was French. And people laugh at that, but you want to know why I'm so good at French? That's a big reason why. I had it pumped into my brain from the time I was a child. And I was watching Montreal Canadiens hockey games, Les Habitants. That's a hockey team. And Les Expo on French language television. And Jay Van Horn on CBC. Right? Those names probably don't mean anything to you, but they mean a lot to me. That was my team. The awesome logo, the, you know, the, the, the batting helmets that we used to wear. Did you, were you, was that a thing when you were a kid? Like you could go to the fair, throw a baseball, and you would win a plastic batting helmet. And we would wear these yeah. suckers around downtown Regina. We were the coolest guys ever. And the Expos were the coveted ones. And I had a Houston Astros one, and I had a Mets one. And now here's the Hawk. It's like, you don't want to be an Expo? F you then, man. Goodbye. But the team died. And then again, this is another experiment in watching human behavior. Because when the Washington Nationals won the World Series a few years ago, you remember me saying on this show, I teared up. I'm like, that's my team. Expos left Montreal for Washington, but nobody else in Canada cared. It's a little like the Winnipeg Jets moving to Arizona in 1996. A lot of people cheered for Arizona, went from Winnipeg to watch games. Others hated them. Hated Gary Bettman yeah. for allowing it to happen. It's, it's, it, there's not all one way to do it. 
Um, overtime hockey lanes. Randy writing in from Calgary. Hey, Rand I assume it's Randy. He says, where did Andre make most of his records? If they let him change, well, then why not put a Rangers uniform on Wayne Gretzky? Again, that, Darren, you probably understand that. I, I, where I'm, I'm thinking the Hawk is looking at this as a business decision. Who the hell are they exposed to anybody anymore? I want to be thought of as Cubs alum. Don't you think that's probably what he's thinking? Nobody that's even knows who this team it. is. I know. I would say. As of right now, like, he doesn't have any attachment to the Washington Nationals. And I don't think you see the Washington Nationals um, honoring him as a cherished alumni, right? They're not necessarily sitting there with any of the Expos alumni doing anything or throwing out the first pitch or, <clears throat> yeah. excuse me, having big, you know, Hall of Fame nights. Maybe they are. I don't want to jump to, you know, assuming. But, yeah, you want an alumni to be attached to, an alumni to be a part of, to support a city, all those types of things. I think it's, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate it, but I don't want them to just throw away, you know, Montreal and, and what that team still, I think, means to that city. Troy in Toronto writes in and says, damn, I graduated high school in 1987. Moose's new nickname should be Puppy. No, no, Moose is fine. It sticks, it Not works, true. it's good. Um, people do love the stories, and this is a sports show, and these are sports stories. We'll get back to the stories of the day and tonight's games in sports in a second. But, you know, and Troy knows this, you're not supposed to have regrets in life. You either win or you learn. You can't change the past, la di da di da But here's one thing that I do regret. In my, I think, was it 04 was the last season in, Montreal for the Expos. There were times that I went into Montreal with the Rough Riders as the road Canadian Football League team, and I wanted to go to an Expos game. The problem is, if you know Montreal at all, and I think you know it a little, you and I ran around that town together, for, but I don't think we went anywhere near Olympic Stadium. But it's out of the way from downtown. Yeah. And I'm kind of, and I, nobody would go with me. So I didn't go. And I should have gone. I should have got on the sub. I'm, I'm intimidated by subways. I'm afraid that I'd punch a ticket and end up in Hoboken, New Jersey. You know what? I, mean, I wouldn't get back in time for the game. You know, uh, having said that, 93, I mentioned PA Raiders, West Coast Rip. 1993, uh, they were renovating the Key Arena in Seattle, now Climate Pledge Arena, but it was the Key Arena. They were renovating it, and the Seattle Supersonics were playing in the Tacoma Dome, 30 miles south of Seattle. I rode public transit in Seattle to Tacoma, which, by the way, don't ever do that. Almost got killed, but did it to go watch the NBA. And they played the Lakers and the T-Wolves, the Seattle Supersonics. I'm sitting there going, I wonder why I did it. I was 20, riding a bus from Seattle to Tacoma, but I wouldn't take the train to outside downtown Montreal to go watch the Expos. I guess I always thought, you know what, I'll go next year. Until what happened? There was no next year. And I never was able to watch the Expos in Olympic Stadium. And it, I'll take that regret to the grave. Anyways, we'll move on here in a second. But uh, do you ever think there'll be Major League Baseball in Montreal? What comes first to Montreal, MLB or NBA? Ooh, that's a great question. I think MLB comes back before the NBA does. And I have the same regret, right? Not watching Tom Brady. It was always the same thing. I'll go next year. I'll go next year, right? And Tennessee's playing there oh. this year. 
in Tampa, and I'm like, that's I'm going, I'm going. Boom, pulls to shoot, retires in the well, offseason, right? Only because I lived it, I will tell you, eat the cake, take the trip, buy the tickets, do it. Man, you don't want to be old like me and on national television talking about your regrets. Randy from Winnipeg writes in and he says, I watched the Expos on French TV too. Listened to tunes while watching. Here's a funny one that you may not even know, Darren. C Lightning writes in and says, friends were watching Expos games on a time delay. Did I ruin their cheering when I spilled the beans? If you remember, they were tape delaying the games and Sam Cosentino was their play-by-play voice. He was just on with us the other day. And while that is, that seemed very normal at the time, they played at one, but we're not airing the game till four. Can you imagine? But here's a funny story for you that you probably wouldn't know. Bill Hickey, who you know, owned the Regina Pats, uh, played in three straight Memorial Cup finals with the Regina Pats in the 50s, went and played for the Montreal Canadiens in the 60s, And as late as the 60s, Hockey Night in Canada, CBC, was taping the Stanley Cup final games and shipping them on a train out to Western Canada where they were airing on a tape delay a month later. So Billy used to tell me this story because he was something else, man. You like me. (laughs) This is Billy Hickey for you. Let me tell you a story, son. (laughs) All the time. He would be at parties because Billy liked to party. And people would be coming up to him, patting him on the back, going, way to go, winning the Stanley Cup, way to go, winning the Stanley Cup. I just watched it last night. Billy's like, it's the middle of July. Yeah, but we just watched it last night. It was just on TV. He'd been home for a month. (laughs) Can you imagine waiting a month to watch the Stanley Cup? Now it's part of the problem with the immediacy of life. But that's what that happened back in the 60s. I can't believe it. That would be like akin to, you know, being on a reality TV show and they taped it months ago and you're at home around your family. Did you win? We're watching the finale tonight. What's, what? You're here? Yeah, I can't tell you what happened. You got to watch. <laughs> like, That's like our friend yeah. uh, Hackowich family from Canadian Family Feud, for sure. Yeah, it does still happen to today. Chad in Lethbridge watching. He says, I've been on the C train in Seattle. Sketchy. Buddy from the bachelor party passed out on it and rode the train all night long. At least he lived to tell the story. Well, maybe this is the time of the show that we tell stories. And somebody said, hey, getting into December, and you suggested it, we're going to be running some best of stories over Christmas holidays on this show. I'll never forget uh, with that Raiders bus, and here's why I remember it. The bus said PA Raiders across the side. And on that team, doesn't really matter. But Dennis Peterson, Shane Toporowski, Shane Knighty, Steve Kelly, Shane Willis. We were all so close. And there was a homeless guy out front of the gas station in PA. And he's like, the Raiders, huh? What are you raiding? He was looking at the side of the bus. We all, you know, the gas station stop. Get your chips, get your pop, get your bag of nuts. And I said, what are we raiding? Two points. And he started laughing. He thought it was funny. We're here to steal two points from your town. Um, Jeff, the Stams fan, says that's just how life was. Right. They didn't know any different. That's a very good point. You didn't feel like you were missing anything because you didn't know anything different. Uh, 
from Ryan Schultz. He says, good day from the Paw, Manitoba. Colin in Ottawa says, is it odd that I am angry? I never saw a football game in Skydome, but I saw a couple Expos games in the big O in their final season. Well then, Colin in Ottawa, we're even, if that matters. The one thing I never really understood, and the want of society today is to crap all over everything. I don't know why, and always has been, I guess. It's getting worse now, but Rogers Center, Skydome, everybody dumped on that place as a football stadium. <laughs> I loved it. And I might have had a personal tug to it because we won, we, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, two championships there in 1989 and 2007. But the first time I went to Skydome, I made a thermos of coffee that I brought with me, filled it, and went through the whole stadium. And you've done some of those trips with me. They're awesome, aren't they? I wanted to know every nook and cranny of Skydome, and I found it on the day of the game. And the vantage point was perfect. Best vantage point in the Canadian Football League was the Skydome. And there were some legendary games there in the CFL and some great Grey Cups. So, uh, yeah, I guess you should have gone. When you go to Skydome, you've been to Rogers Center. You went to some Jays games this year. Went to some How Jays much did you games, love and they're doing more and more renos on that place, um, more amenities. It's a beautiful ballpark now. And you got great sight lines when you're in there, no matter where you're sitting. Like I've sat down in the hundred level and it's great. And you're close to the action. I've sat way up, like it's almost as high as you can get. And when you're up there, you got great views of the CN tower and downtown Toronto. Um, I think that stuff's really cool. So no, I think it's a great ballpark. It continues to get some um, upgrades and a uh, good place. I, I really enjoy it there. Jeff the Stamps fan says it was like being in a tin can. Well, there's a lot of sayings that are sayings for a reason, cliches, and uh, life is what you make it, half full, half empty. That dump in Calgary, McMahon Stadium, do you ever hear me go there and complain about it? No, I say it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love games at McMahon Stadium. I love games everywhere. I'm happy just to open my eyes in the morning. So if you want to sit and crap on Skydome or whatever facility, that's up to you. I'm just not going to be that person. We'll talk about tonight's games in sports and more on the Corey Perry situation. We will update our poll when we come back. And Brian Ray, Dallas Stars TV voice coming up too. Big win in Winnipeg last night, 2 nothing. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I just opened up the um, text line, the Sober Carpenter text line, and it's full. Hadn't had an open for a while, so I apologize. I'm starting to slur drinking too much Sober Carpenter. Non-alcoholic craft beer. Can we bring the moose in? Uh, Dion. <laughs> I can't. There you go. What'd you say? Your mic was off. What'd you the say? Placebo. The placebo effect. You know, they give you a bunch of fake <laughs> things thinking, you know. <laughs> it was fake yeah. beer, Rod. Oh, no, are you We're sure? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guy at the party uh, drinking water, told him it was vodka. Yeah. Over the shoulder into the plant. <laughs> yeah. Dion from Regina. Darren was sneaky when choosing the dark green can. I'm guessing he was looking at the lid. The pull tab on the other two cans was raised up, making the dark green one a dead giveaway. Is that how you knew, or did you truly guess? No. I actually did. You did a good – I thought you did a good job of showing the even cans. We should have done a poll. But I really thought just the way you were moving the other ones around, I could tell just which one was the heavier one. I had an idea. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Kirk in Toronto, we really opened something with the uh, Expos thing. I tell you, did, 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 did the Hawk realize what he's done here? Um, I'd like to talk to him about this. Very important figure in my childhood, Andre the Hawk Dawson. And all those guys, Tim Wallach, Buck Rogers, Al Oliver. 
Gary Carter, we all talk like Dave Van Horn. He was the broadcaster. And actually, when the Marlins were founded, he came down here and served out his time. The guy was ahead of his time. Brian in Hudson's Bay writes in, he says, Dave Van Horn and Duke Schneider loved the Expos. Yeah. And they had those powder blue blazers with the Expos logo on it. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Anyways, Kirk from Toronto says, my dad took my brother and I to an Expos game in 1969 at the old Jerry Park in Montreal. Montreal's a great town. But had I moved there, I'd have died. Ain't no two ways about it. <laughs> Natasha is watching on Game Plus television in Winnipeg, and she says, they can't take the Expos out of my Montreal memory. My birth story has my dad racing out of the game against the Dodgers in 1982. Baseball is entrenched in our family. Yeah, I guess it is what it is. What I love is when you go to Montreal and any sporting goods store, any champs, lids, souvenir store, gosh knows there's a million of those along St. Catherine Street. They all still sell Expos merchandise. I don't know how the hell they let him get away. <laughs> they weren't drawing. They were drawing flies. Like, you can't blame the owners for doing what they did. But, God, it no. sucks. Classic story, but I don't think the fans thought that they were serious. You know? Teams um, don't just move for nothing, all, uh, for no reason. Oh, oh, right, right. Bill in Regina says, last year's hockey trip to Alberta, watch the Leafs, Flames, Oilers, and Bruins was a trip we should have made years ago. My brother and I still get asked, seems every day, like, to tell stories about it. Take the trip, eat the cake, I'm not joking. <sighs> Tomorrow is not a given. Unfortunately, that's the thing, is you, you never know when your number's up, so do it. The fact that I never went to an Expos game. I'll survive. It's not, it doesn't keep me up at night, you know. And uh, just one more. I wish I'd gone, but again, it's on the long list of regrets. That wouldn't be rated very high. Trevor watching in Prince George, B.C. writes in on the sober carpenter text line. He says, man, Rod, you've been a lot of places. Yeah, well, I was in the strip club in Prince George, and our trainer fell asleep on the stage. That's a true story. They didn't move him. So, yeah, there's Dance, that. Dancing around him. <laughs> well, there's dollar bills collected like, on the yeah, back of fine. his neck. He's not going to hurt anything. Don't worry. We'll vouch for him. He's good. There's a lot worse you know, things going on around in here. What? You peel, his face, you peel his face off the thing, and there's loonies and toonies stuck to his face. Dollar bill, you know. Uh. <laughs> you should write a book, Rod. I've written three. But I will say this. Yeah, none I like will that. Say this. None like that. I will <laughs> the real book, the one that everybody's waiting for. Haven't written yeah. that one yet. But we talk about transit service in Seattle or, eh, mind you, you were on the bullet train here, which they're calling the murder train. But I think it's killed like nine people since it started the Bright Line. But um, I've been everywhere to the point where I don't want to go anywhere anymore. I just remember Alan May, it always reminds me when he was on with us last hour of the Capitals TV, 
We were in Virginia last year, Richmond, Virginia, at Christmas, watching a Capitals game on TV. And I'm like, hey, hey, I know that guy, Alan May. And the people we were staying with, they were like, no, how, how, would you, how do you know him? Showed him pictures on stage together in Estevan. So anyways, that's what I want to do now. And thank God nobody's asking anymore. What, what do you, why? Because this Christmas, I don't know if I told you, we're going to New Orleans. Did I, did I tell you that? No. Here's a good story. You didn't. We're leaving a couple days before Christmas. Serena's birthday's Christmas Day. And we're driving, as you look at it, all the way across the state of Florida, around the Gulf Coast, stopping in Destin, Florida, where Matt Dunnigan lives. I just talked to Matt. We lined it all up. It's on the way. And we're going to New Orleans, have the hotels booked, the whole thing, because she doesn't like to fly. I don't really care, but there's so many things around here that you could drive to that are super cool without having to fly. It's amazing. Anyways, completely back. I should not be surprised by this. The poll question today, I should not be surprised by the results of the poll question today. And the poll question, uh, as always, is brought to you every day by our friends at Key Auto Group. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Key Auto Group is driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca. For automotive excellence, the question is, will Corey Perry ever play in the NHL again? And the reason I was surprised, but I shouldn't be. It's like last I looked, it's like 50-50. Eh, a little more no. 59% saying no, he'll never play in the NHL. Corey Perry, who's been placed on waivers by the Chicago Blackhawks for the purposes of terminating his contract. And uh, bringing the moose back in here, Alan May was with us last hour. And I think I had a little bit, I think a little bit of has to do with our age in that we've just been around the block a little bit. This little tempest in the teapot will, that's nah, maybe it's not a tempest in a teapot, but this scandal will die away probably within a couple of days, depending on what he did. But I don't know if you watched the Alan May interview, Darren, and I don't want to put you on the spot if you didn't, but he basically said the same thing as me. We don't know what he did. Let's not run off with a knee-jerk reaction because maybe it isn't that serious. Chicago knows that they're on the watch, on the watch, if you will. So, and at 37, with his Stanley Cup and his millions made, I couldn't really blame him for wanting to just shut it down. But on the flip side, a lot of people don't want that to be the end of their story either. So probably, you're probably not surprised that the vote is as close as it is. 59-41. No, we won't. Probably we'll end yeah. up closer to 50-50. 
He's probably done, but as you say, you don't want that to be your last thing you're remembered for and have a negative end. You want to be, you know, go out on your own terms. But if a guy's going to do that, you kind of have to make amends, right? And whatever he did, he's going to have to, you know, win over the court of public opinion. He's going to have to be seen as a safe signing for teams, right? Um, There's going to have to be some work done from him, and we're going to have to hear from him. He won't just quietly be able to just shove this in a closet and then come back and play hockey. That just won't be able to happen. Well, we have to remember two things. Primarily, we're in a different time. This is not Michael Vick running a dog fighting ring, which, quite frankly, I never thought he'd play again. He served two years in jail and came back and played in the NFL. He'd never do that now, I don't think. I don't think there's any way that he would. So in the case of Corey Perry, A, number one, will we ever find out what he did? I think eventually we will. Not necessarily from the Blackhawks, but somehow, just like Tom Brady missing 12 days of Buccaneers training camp, big scandal at the time, find out later he was fighting with his wife on the way to a divorce. It happens. I think we will eventually find out, and that will probably dictate a lot of whether he plays again or not. Um, Yeah. And then the other one is, (laughs) to be honest with you, I got to be careful because I know for a fact, as do you, all the teams are watching. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody wrote me, or not right, it was in a session with one of our advisors the other day, and he goes, the entire CFL's watching and a very large part of the National Hockey League's watching your show, or at the very least, paying attention. So all I'll say about that is they got a lot of really young PR staff with these teams. Not all of them, but a lot of them. I don't know Chicago's PR staff, but I know a lot of the teams. A lot of these, pro- because why? Younger cheaper but what comes with that is a lack of experience so there's nothing to say that chicago didn't complete but what how old's kyle davidson the gm of the blackhawks 32 like it was like dubas with the leafs i don't care how old you are there's a certain amount of life experience that you need to have so chicago might have botched this all too let's not forget do you think there might be something to that there's a chance but I don't think so. I think, you know, they're being very careful to make sure they're going through everything the right way. And it's not just a GM hearing something and making a swift decision. It's the GM, it's management, it's the PR team, it's, a, you know, your legal team. I would think they have, you know, talked this through and tried to, you know, dot every I and cross every T twice in pencil and then in pen and then in marker you know to make sure they're doing this the right way because i think they would be very nervous walking around a minefield not wanting to step on a landmine maybe but they completely botched the aldridge thing so let's be mindful of that and granted i i'm sure all those people are gone i'm sure all those people are gone from that era, but let's just say these, it's the National Hockey League, it's the NFL, they must know what they're doing. Uh, Nope, (laughs) you'd be surprised. Michael J is watching in Maple Ridge, BC, and he says, every day you write the book, Rod, just like Elvis Costello. Because I might be able to help you even to get your other three back out there. It's okay. The Ryder book is sold out, gone, done. They're not making any more. 
the Junior A 50-year history book we could probably find for you. And if you want the social media handbook, I can ship it to you. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Hey, Rod, have you tried the Irish red flavor of sober carpenter beer? It's my favorite. No, and I probably won't. I tend to stick with what I like. And this is the IPA non-alcoholic craft beer. If Brian Ray's watching from Dallas right now, no, I've not cracked a beer on the air. Although I don't know that that's illegal anymore. Moose, we're done. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great rest of the show. Thank you. Brian Ray of Dallas Stars Television joins us next. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Doesn't that scene just scream hockey? That's what we're talking about today. Three games in the NHL tonight. Ten last night in Winnipeg. Goalie Jake Ottinger stopped 27 shots to record his first shutout of the season, leading Dallas over the Winnipeg Jets 2-0. Tyler Sagan and Joe Pavelski scored for Dallas. Connor Hellebuck stopped 19 at 21 shots for Winnipeg, snapping his personal four-game win streak. Brian Ray was on that crew that called it last night. Another win for the Stars. Ho-hum, Brian. Seems like uh, the Stars are rounding into form here or just keep pedal to the metal, man. That's a very good hockey team that you're following. Overall, it's been a good season. I, I agree with you on that, but considering they had dropped an ugly one to Calgary the game before on home ice where they gave up five unanswered. I, I think some fans, that's a sour taste to end a five-game homestand on. So it was good to see them play that well in Winnipeg. And, oh, look at that. They get Calgary again tomorrow in Calgary. So we'll see how the do-over looks for, uh, for the Stars in 24 hours. Okay, I'm actually glad you brought up that Flames game because I watched a pretty good chunk of that one, and that one was wild. Yeah, they blew it. But from a pure <laughs> hockey fans update, if or uh, perspective, if you like goals, that was a wild yeah. one. Like that gets the ticker going, especially compared to last night, a shutout. I mean, I like defensive hockey, but the unpredictability of that game the day after Thanksgiving was insane. The the word that we kept using was loose, and it, it certainly felt like a game that was the day after Thanksgiving. You, you say if you like goals, I say if you like fire wagon hockey. You know, there, there's there's any way you can you can describe it, but it was. It was entertaining, and I think if, if you're a Flames fan, to see a third period like that, especially after the way the, the season started for Calgary and that, that really that month of October, that's probably one of those, okay, are we starting to see the spark that's going to turn things in the right direction? So from a Flames perspective, yeah, that was a heck of a game to watch. Disappointing from the Stars' perspective, but from a goals perspective, that was a, that was a heck of a game the day after Thanksgiving. Allie in Texarkana says, by the way, bring on the best broadcaster in the NHL. She's referring to you. And to be honest, you coming on this show has introduced us to Allie, and she watches us every day. So I appreciate <laughs> that whole connection there. But, you know, I have to say this. I wonder if the stars get their due. And I'll remind you, my dad worked for them for 26 years. Started oh, Minnesota, yeah. moved to Dallas in, in whatever, was it 93, 95, whatever, doesn't matter. 
It's one of the best teams in the NHL, going back to their Stanley Cup final appearance with Rick Bonus to now. They're always in it near the end. And I just feel like they don't get the respect that a team should that has their res resume. Agree or disagree? I would use the word respect i think and, and maybe this is me just sort of accepting the fate of working in a market like dallas and for a team like the dallas stars if if this team the way they're playing right now is playing in a canadian market or an original six market sure there might be a few more spotlights and a few more trumpets blaring right now with what they've been able to do and, and how good their start has been but you're playing in a market that is owned by the Dallas Cowboys, and it's the equivalent of the Maple Leafs in Toronto, the Yankees in New York, you know, the Cubs in Chicago when, when, when they're at the height of their success. It, it, it's, it's the same thing down here in Texas. It's a football state, and, and the, the Cowboys are the big dog. Now, that being said, it's not like the Dallas Stars are doing this completely unnoticed and being completely ignored. You know, from, from a team perspective, I know that season ticket sales increased they sold out the lower bowl of their arena after last year's run to the western conference finals so there obviously is an appetite for it and they perked up a couple of years with that run they had last year and obviously the hype going into this season but i also think that it's it's not entirely a bad thing and i'll i'll give you an example of of miro Haskinen, who last year I, I think started to get some real notoriety in, in the Norris Trophy conversation. Now, he didn't have the points. I think he was seventh in the, in the final voting. But for a player like him, it really comes down to what you want. If he's playing in a Canadian market or a major media market, maybe his stock is a little higher just based on conversation. Maybe he gets award votes or individual votes uh, a little more frequently if he's in a bigger market like that. But... He gets to live a pretty laid back and comfortable life down here in Dallas to where he can probably go to the grocery store and not have to worry about awkward conversations or being hounded because the team's in the middle of a losing streak or, or anything like that. So there is some benefits to being on a bit of an island down here in Dallas where if you're the type of person that wants a little bit of a laid back lifestyle or somebody like Matt Duchesne who is... He's, he, when I was chatting with him at the start of the year, he said he's always enjoyed just the culture of, of the South. And, you know, he loved Nashville. He grew up in a musician family. Dallas was another city that he really just genuinely enjoyed. He's a big country music fan. So there's pros and cons to being right in the middle of the heat lamp and also being away from it. So you always want to be talked about more. You always want to garner more attention. But also at the end of the day, if you win hockey games, the attention is eventually going to find you. Yeah, well said. And by the way, I just view Dallas as a hidden gem. Like when I'm there, I'm like, oh my God. Sure. I, everybody needs to know about this. But I think they're okay that not everybody knows about this. And I don't just mean the hockey team. I mean the city in general. You know, just I'm not done with that Jets game last night. Central Division class, the standings are pretty tight. No, I'm just saying, yeah. did you build that up like a huge central clash? Because I'm looking at Winnipeg. You know how their fans are completely demoralized because they expect to win yeah. every game. But the Stars are just still better. You know, like how big of a game was yeah. that for the Stars in your mind? 
I, I, I think any game within the Central Division is, is huge for the Dallas Stars. And you talk about Dallas being a hidden gem. They were in Winnipeg last night where it was frigid. I think it felt like it was 20 degrees. We've got 62 degrees outside, and we're about to enter December. So the fact that you can still play golf at this time of year, don't tell anybody, but that is also another perk of playing down here in Dallas. But for, for the Winnipeg Jets, I, I think also for, for Dallas locally, I mean, they've had some absolute knuckle-dragging battles with the Winnipeg Jets over the years. You know, Shifley and Ben have been at each other. It feels like every time they play, you know, I know it was a 2 nothing shutout last night, but it never feels like either team is comfortably in front. It's either an overtime finish or a one-goal finish or an empty netter or a late change. And, and going to, to that game last night, Winnipeg found their legs in that third period, and they were bringing some serious heat on Dallas, trying to protect that one nothing lead. And then finally, Dallas flipped things around on a quick turnaround or a quick transition play, and Sagan gets the goal. And that kind of broke the back, it felt like, of, of the Jets and the fans in that game. But yeah, looking at the, at the standings race, the fact that those two teams were tied entering that game, it just it's probably this way in the NHL regardless, but it just feels like the games within the Central Division have such a deciding factor in how the division will pan out. And Dallas finishing last year one point behind Colorado, there was a couple of games that were decided via the shootout or via overtime, and it's if Dallas wins one of those games as opposed to being on the wrong side of it, they're sitting as the number one seed and the winner of the Central Division as opposed to Colorado. Um, I'm a little more patient. I still look at it that there's still 60-something games left, and a lot of things can happen and change. But division points, you bank them anywhere you can bank them, and Dallas did a good job getting those two last night. Jeff, the Stampeders fan, writes in. He says, when I've been in Dallas, I can't get the old TV show theme song out of my head. Right? Do, 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 do. Yeah, the camera panning over Texas Stadium. Yeah, we all remember it. Great television show. Brian, lastly, yeah, go ahead. You look like you want to say something. No, just, hey, no, as, as long as Jeff recognizes who shot JR, the theme song will work itself out. How about that? I can't even remember who shot JR. And I watched it. I can't either. 40 years ago. And I remember just the, okay, the dream I'll sequence where, like, where like Patrick Duffy like woke up in the shower and it was a dream sequence because the audience hated that they killed him off the show or whatever happened. Like it was the worst rewrite. <laughs> and Victoria Principal. Ah, oh, it was so great. Um, <laughs> last question. You said the Flames next in Calgary Thursday. You talk about rivalries. They met in the playoffs not that long ago. I don't think these teams like each other very much. Flames and Stars. It's been uh, it, it's been fun, and you know that, that's the great thing about a playoff series. You know they can enhance a rivalry, create a rivalry. Sometimes it's short lived. Sometimes it it buds into something longer term. I think we're sort of on the in between with with Calgary and Dallas right now. But that seven game series was just so fantastic, and not just the seventh game, but really that whole series. And ever since then. The uh, before the last game against Calgary, I was looking this up. So the last eight times the Stars and the Flames have met just regular season, six of those eight have been decided by a goal, two of those six in overtime, and I think the Flames won both of the overtime finishes. 
So it's gotten to a point where these two teams can't play what I would say a, a normal hockey game. S- something wacky happens, whether it's a goaltending duel, whether it's five unanswered goals for Calgary to take that last game, whether it's Dallas blowing open a big lead, the, the first meeting on November 1st in Calgary, then the Flames came roaring back, but Dallas held them off. And the road team has won each of the first two games of this series. So tomorrow's going to be really interesting, and I think a lot of fun to watch, because also it's not very often two teams face each other three times in a month. It's not just two times in the last three games for, for the teams. But they also played on November 1st. So three times in a month, the Stars and the Flames will see each other. I think tomorrow could be a really fun game to watch, regardless of how it turns out. I will guarantee you weren't alive. November 21st, 1980, the episode aired. The person who pulled the trigger and shot JR was Kristen Shepard. She was JR's scheming sister-in-law and mistress who shot him in a fit of anger. Spicy. See what we solved today? This is what we do. We do hockey and we do 80s dramas. This is, this is we cover everything. Approved. Love it. Love it. Okay, man, <laughs> keep it up. Keep up the great work and thanks for coming on today. I always appreciate it. Good to talk to you. Have a happy holidays and I'll talk to you beforehand. Yeah, you too. Brian Ray, Bally Sports TV, Dallas Stars TV host. Overtime's next. Viewer takeover and one final sports update for Common Crown Brewing out of Calgary. We're live on the Game Plus TV network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, we are back at it with uh, overtime and a quick check of the poll for Key Auto Group. Remember, at the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. The poll question today is, will Corey Perry ever play again in the NHL? Still 59% of you saying no, he will not. We've done a lot of hockey coverage today, and uh, that's because we are a hockey show, probably first. And uh, Overtime Hockey Lanes is the proud presenting partner of this Overtime segment right now, where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Go check them out. Don't take my word for it, or do. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market. It's just the most fun you can have with your clothes on. How about that, Clark? How about that? Um, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Rick Regan. 902-518-3033 is the sober, mark, uh, sober Carpenter text line. We have only four minutes left here in the show, so if you want to talk at me, get at me now, and I want to say I'm turning my phone off the rest of the day. Save for we're filming the latest Cats and Bolts uh, podcast episode in uh, about an hour's time where we talk Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning hockey, Serena Dawn and I. Not Serena, Dawn Cherry and I. No, Serena Dawn, that's her middle name. Sports update, there are only three games in the NHL tonight, including one in Columbus, Ohio, where the Montreal Canadiens play the Blue Jackets. 
The Habs with a 9-10-2 record are hoping to beat the struggling Blue Jackets. They're 7-12-4. Also tonight, the New York Rangers host Patrick Kane and the Detroit Red Wings. Is he there already, Clark? Is he with Detroit? Is he playing tonight? Says here. How about that? Well, that's the game of the night. That was an easy one. That's the game of the night. Rangers and uh, Red Wings. And the Washington Capitals visit the L.A. Kings. The 8-10 Toronto Raptors will host the 11-6 Phoenix Suns in one of seven NBA games tonight. Raps lost to Brooklyn last night, 115-103. The Canadian Mixed Curling Championship is returning to Ontario for the first time in eight years. The 2024 Canadian Mixed will be in St. Catharines, Ontario. It was announced by Curling Canada. 14 provincial and territorial mixed teams will compete at the St. Catharines Golf and Curling Club for an opportunity to represent Canada at the 2025 Mixed Worlds. And here's a story. And as my guy Matt DeBuck would say, he coaches the high school team in Fort Lauderdale, Cardinal Gibbons High School, just lost a league final last week. He go, only Rod could pull this off. From the mixed curling to this, Tulane quarterback Michael Pratt was named Offensive Player of the Week in the American Athletic Conference today. And what's notable about that is Michael Pratt is from Boca Raton, Florida, went to Boca Raton High School. He's the all-time leading passer at Tulane, alma mater of former Rough Rider linebacker Sean Lucas. And by the way, the Tulane Green Waves head coach, Willie Fritz, was named coach of the conference for the second consecutive year today. Pratt, a four-year starter, Michael Pratt of Boca, 21-2 all-time over the past two seasons. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Hunger Games, the battle of uh, the ballad of songbirds and snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe. And uh, brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit Common, Ground, common Crown. Things are slowing down a little bit. We didn't have CFL games to promote uh, and that kind of stuff. We're going to save our NHL top five, bottom five for tomorrow. We'll be talking about touchdown Pacific tomorrow. Friday, getting you ready for week 13 in the NFL. We've got an Argonauts great going to join us on Friday, but we're not going to tell you just yet who it is. And, um, hey, double EUHL tonight, because why not? Medicine Hat at Swifty tonight. Calgary at Lethbridge. If you're driving down there, be safe. Wenatchee at Kelowna, Saskatoon at Spokane, and Kamloops at Victoria. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you at noon Eastern right here tomorrow on Game Plus and Key Radio. McFly, hello! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.